Welcome to God's Truth. I'm Dr. D. Todd Harrison as we continue to preach and teach and testify of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. We welcome you to the beginning of the lessons on the Sermon of the Mount or the Sermon on the Plain in Luke 6. We'll look at Matthew 5 and Luke 6 here today as Jesus Christ, the master teacher, is preaching away at a false apostate religion in his days, and he will lay out truth, God's truth. And of that same Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, I testify as one of his witnesses that he lives today. He rose from the dead. He has a body, a resurrected body of glorified flesh and bones. He sits at the right hand of our Heavenly Father. Of him let the angels shout hallelujah and praise ye the Lord. Behold the Lamb of God who taketh away the sins of the world. Let's look at our master teacher, Jesus Christ, here today. We'll begin in, sec in chapter 5 of Matthew. Uh, we'll go ahead and look at the beginning of this is the Beatitudes. We'll start with verse 1. And seeing the multitude, he already has a multitude. He goes up and he unto a mountain. And when he was set, his disciples came unto him. So he tested him, right? He had, had a gathering together. What does he do every time he has, uh, uh, you know, people start coming to follow him? He walks away, right? He always walks away. And uh, so here he goes up in the mountain, and in this case, probably to test them to see if they would still follow after him. And sure enough, they still followed after him. And, uh, and when he was said, his disciples came unto him. And he begins teaching here, and he's te teaching to who? His disciples, right? Uh, later, as they see this gathering, you know, they start having more and more people come along here and join this crowd. But Jesus directed these comments to his apostles, right, to his disciples. And he opened his mouth and taught, saying, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Right? What a wonderful uh, blessing that is for those who are humble and uh, in spirit and uh, you know, God has said over and over again in the scriptures, he that will humble himself before me, I will exalt. You want to be exalted? You humble yourself first, right? And if you do so, yours is the kingdom of heaven. He likes to save those who are humble or poor in spirit. For blessed are they that mourn, for they shall be comforted. God the Heavenly Father and Jesus Christ are the two greatest comforters around, right? If you mourn and come unto them in prayer, they will comfort you. That is a promise directly from Scripture, directly from the Lord's mouth as he taught here his disciples in Matthew chapter 5. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth again. Who does he like to save? He likes to save the humble in spirit. He likes to, to save the meek. They shall inherit the earth. How are they going to inherit the earth? Because we know that this earth becomes heaven, right? This earth will become the celestial kingdom upon which the meek will live and inherit their thrones, principalities, dominions, powers, and so forth as the scriptures teach, right? Blessed are they which do hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled. You continue to hunger and thirst after righteousness. You study the scriptures. You continue to ask God to, uh, to help you understand the scriptures, the words of the prophets. He will help you understand. 
He will give you even additional revelation and knowledge to grow in the principles of righteousness. You seek after righteousness and the revelations of God. He will fill you with greater and greater revelations, always uh, uh, step by step, uh, concept upon concept, here a little and there a little until you become perfect in your knowledge and understanding of God's ways. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. How many scriptures do we have where it talks about if you ought to be forgiven of God, you need to forgive others. God himself will decide whom he will forgive. It's up to him whether to forgive or not, right? You can't make him forgive you if you're not uh, humbling yourself before him, becoming the meek of the earth and becoming merciful and forgiving others, right? Later, we'll see a, a parable where he's going to teach this uh, this concept. But those who learn to uh, be merciful and forgiving of others, they are the ones who have the promise that God will forgive them of their sins. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Not only when they die and go to heaven, right? But here, uh, during their life uh, sojourn here on the planet Earth. The, over and over again, the scriptures teach very plainly that the pure in heart shall see God. So just as exactly it says here, the pure in heart shall see God. God will reveal himself to them. Now, there's some conditions here, right? First, in most cases, you got to be pure in heart. Now, of course, there's always exceptions in which God will appear to somebody who may not be pure in heart. Even sometimes he appears to the rebellious if he knows that by appearing to them, they will change the course of their lives, as we see with uh, with Alma the Younger and, and uh, you know, and so forth. And, and then, you know, possibly the Apostle Paul, depending on what his heart's intentions were and what he was, how he was persecuting the church, whether he really thought he was persecuting for God, for to serve God, or whether he was doing out of the evilness of his heart. But in cases like this, God will appear to them if he thinks that by so appearing, they will change the course of their lives and become faithful ministers, faithful pastors, faithful teachers, faithful apostles, faithful prophets of his, right? So, you know, but those, but in, in those rare exceptions, his promises to all that become pure in heart, they shall see God. Now, number two. You need to have the faith to part the veil. Remember what we learned about the brother of Jared, right? That his faith was so great that basically God could not keep himself from appearing to, to him, right? He could not hide himself from the brother of Jared. The brother Jared is going to see the Lord because his faith is so great. There are many that unfortunately are pure in heart and they deserve to have a revelation of God. But they don't get it because they don't have the faith. They don't have the faith. Uh, that God can appear to them, right? So unfortunately, they, they've they uh, obtained this state where they become uh, pure in heart, but they uh, have blessings of God withheld from them here in this life because of their lack of faith. They will then see God in the next life as they die, go to spirit um, paradise until the resurrection and then resurrect and live with him forever in the celestial kingdom of our God. Uh, but uh, uh, so it's unfortunate for some of those who reach the state of being pure in heart, but fail to obtain the blessing of seeing God because of their lack of faith. <coughs> Blessed are they that are persecuted for righteousness sake.
for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Oh, how do you like that, right? That's not conditional here. He's not saying as long as they're pure in heart, right? There's no condition here, right? Those who are persecuted for righteousness sake, theirs is the kingdom of heaven, right? You're doing the best you can to live your life. You are not shy or ashamed of Christ. You admit to your neighbors, your friends, your relatives that you are a Christian, a follower of Jesus Christ, and they persecute you. Yours is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are ye when men shall revile you and persecute you and so, and, so, and shall say all manner of evil against you falsely for my sake. If they say false things about you because you're a follower of Jesus Christ, watch this, verse 12. Rejoice and be exceedingly glad, for great is your reward in heaven. For so persecuted they the prophets which are before you. You shall obtain the reward of a prophet, right? That's front row tickets, right? Those are front row tickets in the celestial kingdom. That's what you shall have when you return to heaven, the reward of a prophet, if they speak falsely for you, just as they spoke falsely of the prophets. What mighty, wonderful blessings Jesus here is promising to these disciples of his. You are the salt of the earth, right? The Christian community is the salt of the earth. Jesus Christ, wherewith shall it be salted? It is sense for it's not good for anything. If you're not a good example to the unbelievers, you know you're not good for anything. He says here, the only thing I'm gonna he's gonna do with those who've joined the church but fail to live up to their covenants, he shall what cast them out and trod them under the foot of man, right? Ye are the light of the world, once again.